something came from Baltimore. My name is Tom Gacker and I will be your host today. Girls in Airports are one of my favorite jazz groups as they weave textures, melodies, and trippy Afro rhythms in a cinematic exploration. This is a bucket list interview as I have followed these guys for some, for some time. Today via Zoom, we are talking to the saxophonist and the lead composer of Girls in the Airport, Martin Stender. Based in Copenhagen, Denmark, I pulled out the 20-question interview style, and I hit him hard with those tough questions. Before we get into the interview with Martin Stender, remember to subscribe and listen, volume up or down, to the podcast. We need your support. Cash App and Venmos is available in the show notes, and the link of my sister podcast, Beatles Come to America, is also there. Let the questions begin. Martin Standard, welcome to Something Came From Baltimore. Thank you. I'm a super fan of your band, Girls in Airports. I have been following you guys for a really long time. So when I saw that new material was coming out, I had to, you know, get a hold of you guys. And I'm so lucky that I got you. So I'm very excited. Since I don't really know a lot about you guys, sometimes I play this game of 20 questions where some of the questions are fun and light and some of them are, are a little harder so no, i'm a fan of that idea okay so yeah so let's see how it turns out okay do you have a viking from the past that is your favorite not really ragnar lothbrook was cool in the viking series oh the <laughs> <laughs> well yeah he was he was very cool wasn't he <laughs> who is your favorite musician of all time john coltrane uh, that's pretty obvious isn't it why that's the follow-up one part of the 20 questions basically just that the, the music is so spiritual basically that I find that your albums are very cinematic and, and has a lot of emotion to it, along with the melodies. It seems very Coltrane-y. I see that you get reedy a lot, too, which I really love. Uh, I think when, when you do that, I go crazy. I think it's a, a beautiful sound. Are you a saxophone player? No, I'm a big music fan. You know, it's okay. when you talk to me, you realize, oh, he really doesn't know what he's talking about. But, uh, <laughs> but, but that's what you get. You know, you get some guy who interviews people. I think it disarms musicians because they're like, oh, I don't really have to be that that detailed. You know, mm. uh, this is just a fan. And assuming that my my uh, listeners are fans also. So and anyone who's a musician just yells at the audio that I don't know what I'm talking about. So it kind of <laughs> wor- it, it works out. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? I like Fellini's movies. If people from Denmark are the happiest people on the planet, why is your music at times very moody? I doubt that we are the happiest people. I think that has something to do with the way they do, they measure it. Like how, how, I think we are the safest people on earth and that sort of makes us appear very happy. But I don't think that's, that's that. I'm not sure it's the case. I mean, I've, I've been all over the world and I, yeah, I don't buy it. A lot of suicides. Oh, really? See, they don't, they don't talk about that. <laughs> no. Are, are you religious or spiritual 
And if so, what's your affiliation? It's not really. Yeah, I guess the short answer is yes, and it's not really defined. When I was when I was a child, I went to this. Uh, I think it was like Christian kindergarten. And I think that started something. I was very like I had a lot of conversations with with God as a kid, and I guess if that's installed in you as a kid, it sort of it sort of stays there. If I, I think I've always been like if if there was a, a big trauma, I would sort of have that side in me. And and now it's um, I've been very interested in all sorts of basically boils down. So I'm just I'm just curious about all the traditions and psychology as well. In in general in, in Denmark, it's it's not a really religious country. If it's it's not normal to be Christian here. And the, the normal thing, especially in Copenhagen, is to look down upon Christianity and those really? values that, that built all of Europe. Hmm. Uh, but I'm not like that personally. Is there someone in your band that really gets on your nerves and? Um, I'm pretending to turn it off so you can tell me exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> we all get on each other's nerves, I guess. We we, have, we are very different in many ways, but uh, no, we get along pretty pretty great. This is your ninth album, and are you feeling a momentum and listenership or or uh, listens and stuff? Do you feel like you're like each album there you're going in you're reaching out to more people we care care less and more as time goes i start uh, i've stopped caring about it because it seems if we wanted a lot of streams on spotify it's it would be so easy to get to get that it's just a matter of creating that kind of music some really quiet melodic stuff yeah. that would get us there so i don't i don't pay too much attention to that I, I, but i strongly feel that we have we are in a, in a there's a m- momentum in the sense that uh, just where we are personally with our lives and, and we're now f- four guys in the band that we are all um, uh, like uh, really prior- prioritizing the group and that's we've been together for, i think 13 years or something now of course there's ups and downs and somebody sometimes two of the other persons wants to do a solo project mm-hmm. and we are that kind of group that completely allows that but it, it takes away some of the focus and there's been a lot of kids, like the main driving force, writing the, the material. When I had small kids, that sort of slowed things down a lot. But we're in a really good state now. Where I have my my kids are pretty big, and uh, yeah, in my mind, you guys have momentum. I can't talk enough about you guys.
the first single was called uh, Cobble. You know, I'm drawing like there, there seems to be a march at the beginning with the percussion and then it, it, it builds up into like a world beat with a, a steel drum. Well, Kabul is, you remember the situation in, in, in Afghanistan, where I think that must be around the time when I wrote the, the song, people were in panic because, uh, America, all the countries were withdrawing from, from Afghanistan. And, and so, so now it was, um, Uh, people were fleeing the city and basically jumping onto airplanes and things like that. And mm-hmm. as I was just sitting watching the news and, and my hands were at the piano at the same time and watching this and the whole, uh, and, and the song came out. So, so I, just, I named it after that city. Basically, that, that, that's all it is. It doesn't sound like music from that part of the world at all, but there's yeah. a lot of hope. In, there's a lot of hope in it somehow and, and uh, in the melody. Yeah. Do you have a bicycle or do you prefer to drive a car? I have a bicycle. I have se- several bicycles. You, you know, Copenhagen is a big bicycle city. It's completely yeah. flat here, and everybody bikes. There are bicycle lanes everywhere. I have one even with uh, a battery on the back, and I have a box on the so I have, can have my two sons in it, like oh, a big wow. box in front, <laughs> three wheels. Yeah, we don't have a car. The second single release was November 11th, 2022. Best. Do you want to say what best stands for or what its best is? It's an ancient deity. It, it was our uh, percussionist uh, Victor came up with the the idea, and like he's, I think he uh, he spent part of his childhood in in uh, Africa. And he's very, he's very much in, much into music from all sorts of places from the world and culture. He studied sociology. But m- most of the time, the the songs come from it begins with something I write. But this this was particular song was something he played for me on the piano a few years ago, maybe four years ago actually, and it just. Stuck with stuck in my mind for four years, and when we were making this album, uh, we brought it out and, and created a song out of it. So the, the song is very much about our beloved percussionist Victor Dubro and his minds and his ideas. And I think that he really stands out in this in it as well, his role. Almost done. We're at the halfway part. Okay, Copenhagen <laughs> is about Copenhagen is about the same population as Baltimore, about six hundred thousand people, and the cost of living is about the same. 
What is the secret that makes that city a tourist destination as Baltimore is one of the most dangerous cities in America? <laughs> Despite the fact that they, they're building a lot of new houses, they, they're they good at uh, remaining it the way it it, it, it looked for, for centuries. It has a lot to do with that, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's very pretty. If you could have one wish, what would it be? Mm, promised health for a very long time. For me and my, my nearest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're you're focused on the environmental impact of your work. You're using recycled materials for your vinyl, no CDs. Is that something that's very important to you guys? Yeah, I guess it's becoming more and more important. Yeah, not the uh, we're not experts about what exactly is the best thing we can do to save the planet, but we're trying, we're trying to learn. The latest single is Curtain of Life, your first jazz ballad. The track is a metaphor for death. The curtains of life falls and you just drop the word falls. Yeah, it's very emotional. This album feels like it's it's ripped with a lot of emotion a lot of melodies i can't wait to hear the whole album Casper Vaughn is doing your artwork for this album. It's basically a circle, like like a sphere. So you think it looks like the Earth. Your singles have like like monocolor expressions to it from the circle, but your album cover is more of a, like a, a a blood red kind of smear kind of to it. Is there any more to what I'm looking at, or it's still it's, is it still like an earthly being, or is it is it in crisis of some sort, or am I reading too much into it? I, I would think you you'd have to. Add- to ask him, we pre- I think the best way of creating a cover is to find find a person and then trust that person to to create something and not like we're not, we're not telling him how to interpret our music. It, and I haven't really asked him any questions about it. He said, yeah, it looks pretty cool. 
Yeah, it does look cool. Yeah. <laughs> With the four-man band now, you have two percussionists, no bass. Does Do you feel that that provides you more freedom with your sound? And this is the first time you're doing a quartet. Yeah, in some ways it frees, uh, it frees us up, if you can say that. Just being less people in the room makes some things quick, quicker. I mean, of course, but we get, we've, there, there are new opportunities in it, and there, we lost some opportunities. There was the whole thing about having these two saxophones that sort of melt together and you can't hear who's who. We lost that thing, but we gained something new, like being more like a lead singer, being able to like play a melody, and, and you can hear all the the tiny way you phrase your phrasing stuff. That we we gained that opportunity, I think. Yeah, we're just curious about where this would take us, and there wasn't like a, a, there wasn't a really good obvious pick for for a person who could who could fill his place. Uh, he did an amazing job, Lars, for more than ten years, and. Uh, we figured the best. This was the best way of going on. We might find find a saxophonist one day, but for now we're really happy with this format. And I also I I, I changed my what I do. I'm at the saxophonist normally. I also play a little bit of uh, keyboards now, so we have the option of this uh, sounds melting together with me and the keyboard player Matthias. I'm gonna also play a sample of the a track called Yield, which is gonna be on this album. I have a live performance that I kind of found on Facebook where you did a you guys did a great job. The, the beat that, that's like the that I'm soloing on top of and all that the basic that, that was actually inspired by uh, Jolene the song by uh, what's her name Dolly Parton really <laughs> doom, 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 doom. yeah that's where it started that thing yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't sound at all like Jolene now oh yeah, but that's so cool all right now I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again. Whoever is posting your Facebook page is creating a great blog with high quality pictures 
awesome sound and really thoughtful communication. This isn't really a question, it's just a thought that I, I looked at your, your work and whoever is doing it, I recommend people who are listening to this interview to subscribe to your Facebook page. Whoever's doing it, it, it seems really thoughtful. It's Thank really you very much. Yeah. We, it's a good collaboration. Number 20, we made it to the end here. If you know one thing to be true and you want to share it with the world, what would it be? I would say uh, relationships matter. Definitely, that that, that uh, we we are different from most other music musicians in the sense that we really stuck together in this uh, small group. I think it's also the truth in my life in other regards that family just matters so much. But also in 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 your career, the relationships is kind of the roots for of who you are, and it's and and I, it's, it's been a privilege for me to have a, a, a work where that was how it was. Martin Stender from Girls in Airports. And I thank you so much for participating in Something Came From Baltimore's 20 questions today. You survived it. <laughs> I did, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Now, would you consider that to be a, a wacky interview or is that kind of fun? Because I can cut it down a little, it'll be a lot tighter. I don't consider it wacky at all. I oh, think okay. it was, it, I think it was a, a great interview. And I think uh, I'm so used to uh, another format that begins with why are you called Girls in Airports? I hope you enjoyed the interview with Martin Standard from Girls in Airports. If you are hearing about them for the first time with this interview, I am honored to turn you on to the band. The new album is called How Is It Now? with the release date of March 24, 2023. The show is over, and everyone have a great day. Something came from Baltimore. Something came from Baltimore. Something came from Baltimore.